Let the words of my lips and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Last uh, Saturday morning, a group of us met at the Cahaba River Park in Helena at the confluence of Shades Creek and the Cahaba River. It's a beautiful park and part of the state's efforts to permanently preserve parts of our beautiful home using the revenue from natural gas off the coast, um, off the southern coast. And there are several new pavilions and a series of trails that wind all along the river, perfect for a hike or a jog or even competitive mountain biking uh, practice, as we learned. We had gone on the hike to have our eyes open to the beauty around us. Most months, we do a, a sort of progressive Eucharist along a trail where we start the hike with the opening acclamation and prayers, and then we find a place to, to hear the gospel appointed for today, and we either reflect on the gospel or on what we have seen and heard. And then we get to a place where we break bread and pray. Um, each hike has a leader or two. Our leader for this hike had gone out the week before and measured a perfect two-mile hike using three trails that would have us finishing on the river for our Eucharistic feast with artisan bread, a treat on these hikes. At some point close to two miles in, we realized we were much farther away from our end than we should have been. We had taken a wrong turn, or better yet, missed a turn. Our leader calmly shared that the mistake had happened about a mile back, <laughs> and that we had just less than a mile to get back to our cars. Our two-mile hike had turned into a three-mile hike. I know you're thinking that's a really big deal. When trying to figure out what had happened, we realized that earlier in the hike, we had come across a mountain biking club, all decked out in their custom black and blue spandex outfits, walking and riding along the trail. Most of us had gotten into a single file line and we were working to pass the mountain biking club as they were kind of coming the other direction and making remarks about why such large group would be walking in the woods. One of the riders actually said, hey, where is the cult gathering this morning? <laughs> but that's not actually relevant to, the, to my point. When we saw the bikers, we formed a line passing them. But here's what's interesting. Our goal in that moment was to pass the bikers, to get beyond them safely. It was not following the path that was before us. And we walked right past the turn we were supposed to take. Now, the turn wasn't difficult to see. It wasn't missing a marker. It didn't have someone blocking its way. No, we were just focused on another task, even one that was necessary, that was critical and important at that time. 
and we miss the path, setting ourselves back about 40 minutes or so. And we had to make sure at some point that we were oriented in the right way. What a metaphor for our Christian lives. We follow our Lord Jesus in the way of love. And then sometimes we become distracted with perfectly necessary and good things. And we find ourselves off the beaten path, making life much more complicated than it should be out of step with the path that God has put before us. Today's gospel is a call story in Matthew where Jesus invites Matthew to follow him. And I, I, I always read these stories that he's inviting us to follow as well. I'm struck that the call story precedes this dialogue about the Pharisees criticizing the company of Jesus. He's been hanging out with worldly people, you know, the people whom your mother or father warned you to stay away from. And I suspect the Pharisees are probably the people we are most encouraged to spend time with, people who make good decisions most of the time and are known for following the rules or have their priorities aligned. It's summertime. People are traveling more than often. Others are sitting on in front yards or in cul-de-sacs a little longer than usual or lingering with neighbors or working in the yard until it gets dark. Many of our Sunday classes and opportunities take a little break. I wonder sometimes if, if any of you ask that question, why do I go to church? What am I doing on this Sunday morning? I know it's ironic to ask the people that actually have given up at least an hour of their time to be here. But why do we show up week in and week out? Or make the effort to tune in from far away when we're gone from the weekend or can't make it here? And I wonder if experiencing our faith in community is what puts us back on the right path. The help that reorients our life when we might have gotten distracted by even important and good things. I mean, think about it. We gather here and praise God, whether we feel good or not. We hear stories from Scripture, and then we reflect on our own intersection of our lives and those stories. Then we'll pray for the things that weigh heavy on our hearts, big and small. We'll confess what we've done and left undone. And then we will extend peace to our fellow man, something that feels more and more countercultural these days. And then we will give thanks in the Eucharist, give thanks for the profound gift of God's grace, the gift to be together the gift of what God has already done for us in our lives. I mean, even if you come here and you just utter the words, the community lifts it up. It becomes a model for our lives. And so I wonder if we're all on this beautiful journey and sometimes important things pop up and we find ourselves a little bit off the beaten path for you and me the path we've been invited to follow by our Lord. 
And I'm wondering what are the things that get in your way on the journey. Wherever you find yourself today, if it's needing encouragement, maybe spiritual renewal, maybe it is profound grace for things done and left undone, please know that getting reoriented is as simple as making the weekly routine of gathering in Christian community. Or maybe you're caught up in a game of always finding your life and actions to not be enough feeling as if you can never get to the place you want to be or feel you should be. If any of these scenarios resonate, maybe you've just stepped off the path or missed a simple turn, chasing after something that seems meaningful and important. It's not about the decisions we make or the company we keep. Jesus is clear about that. All that really matters is the willingness to get back on the right trail. And grace means we get to start new each week, maybe even more often than that. So today we've heard God's word. We've been able to reflect on the intersection of God's word in our lives. In a moment, we'll pray for those things big and small. And then we can name the things that we've done and left undone and extend peace to each other. And then we get to give thanks. What more can our lives be? This journey to finding eternal life. Amen.